Hello. Welcome to the drunken time travel. <laughs> Is that you? Did you win that? I won that. <laughs> uh, yes. This week we've been uh, looking at our uh, favourite pictures. Yes. Uh, here's mine. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, <laughs> I like how you mind that as well. Uh, I, 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 I couldn't decide mine, so I, I've uh, I've got two. Okay. Uh, and here they are. You can see they're very similar. I think the second one's better. Do you? Yeah. I always like the first one. Oh well. I like the uh, saturation of colour in the second one though. But it's black and white. Exactly. <laughs> so yes, it's beer o'clock, time for drunken time travel, etc. And on my left, a man who thinks he's being clever by being invisible, but I can still smell him. It's Irish Gav. On my right, a man who's working all the time, fighting crime, fighting crime. It's English Gav. Look. Again. Thanks. Our tedious link beer is Sick Body, Sick Mind from Hopcraft Brewing. Um, Which is a hoppy pale ale. Yes. I will tell you all about that. In due course. In due course, excellent. So yes, this week we're doing Planet of the Daleks. And I will now do the synopsis. And take it away then. Right. Episode 1. The Doctor, still ill from Frontier in Space, tells Joe he may be asleep for some time and falls into a coma. Joe, with no one to talk to, narrates the episode via the TARDIS log. The TARDIS lands and Joe leads into the jungle, but some of the plants spray sap onto her hand, which can't possibly be bad. The TARDIS is also covered in the sap. The Doctor awakens minutes later, but can't leave the TARDIS due to the sap which is hardened. The oxygen in the TARDIS runs out and his student starts to suffocate. Should have stayed asleep. Meanwhile, Joe finds a spacecraft with a dead pilot. She is soon discovered by two men from the ship, Taron and Weber. A patrol approaches, so Joe, like many people, hides in the closet, while the invisible creature throws while an invisible creature throws stuff about. The fungal growth on her hand begins to spread. Taron and Weber find the TARDIS and manage to open it like a giant kinder egg. They take the doctor outside, he recognizes them as being Thals from Scarrow, and have heard of the doctor. What are the odds? Thals have come on a military expedition to Spyridon. Using a spray, they can reveal an invisible object in front of them. A Dalek! Thousand Daleks on the same planet? What? Fun fact! Dalek in a can was made briefly by the same makers as chicken in a can. It's tasty. Episode 2! The Dalek is dead. Dead from being invisible. The Daleks have been trying to copy some of the creatures on the planet, but the amount of power needed kills them eventually. Hey, let them all do it. The invisible Spyrodons have been enslaved by the twelve Daleks on the planet. They don't sound too good. Meanwhile, 
One of the Spyrodons, thinking it's King Kong, takes Joe away from the ship. While the doc when the Doctor and Thales go back to the spaceship, they found two Daleks about to destroy it. The Doctor, thinking Joe is inside, begs them not to, but is stunned. The ship is then destroyed. Taran and Weber escape, while the Doctor is taken to the Dalek base along with another Thal. The Spyrodon, who took Joe, is called Wester. No Easter, because that would be silly. He cures her fungal infection and tells her where the Doctor is. Tauron and Weber find another spaceship which has crash landed. Not great flyers, these Thals. Three Thals survive, and one of them is Tauron's lover, Rebecca. Odds, what are they? She tells him there are more Daleks on Spyrodon than they thought, like 10,000 more. Fun fact adjusted for inflation, there are 118,016 Daleks. Episode 3 Joe and Wester find other Spyrodons going into the Dalek base with crates of food. She hides in one of the crates and gets inside. Meanwhile, the Thals use ice tunnels to cause a distraction, so they can use explosives at the base entrance. You just thought the explosives would be distraction enough. The Doctor and the other Thal, Kodal, escape and find the Thals, but quickly become trapped. Meanwhile, Joe overhears the Daleks have found Thal explosives and follow, follows them into the jungle. The Doctor and Thals improvise a hot air balloon from plastic, but it's not enough to lift up the ventilation shaft, with the Daleks approaching. Fun fact! Using the great glass elevator to escape was abandoned after Rogdal's lawyers intervened. Episode 4 Oh wait, it is enough on the escape. Uh, meanwhile, the Dalek Patrol in the jungle activate their Thal explosives, but after they leave, Joe deactivates them and takes two. She meets up with Doctor and Thals, each glad the other is alive. As it's getting towards night, they go to the Plain of Stones, which gives out heat at night. Weber and Thauron argue about what to do next. While everyone else is asleep, Weber steals the bombs and disappears. But first he puts Weber's hand in a bowl of warm water. He is quickly caught and taken to a Dalek patrol with Tauron watching on. Fun fact, the Plane of Stones should not be confused with the Plane of Stones, which is yet to take off. Episode 5 Weber is quickly exterminated by the Daleks and Tauron takes the bomb back in the commotion. Wester finds her, finds Joe and tells her the Daleks have been creating a deadly bacteria. The Doctor has a plan to use the nearby pools of molten ice to kill Daleks due to the temperature. The Doctor, Joe and Thals dress in the furs of the Spyrodons and Ripik hides in the Dalek casing to enter the base. In the base, Wester sacrifices himself and the Daleks by releasing bacteria in a sealed room. But the Thals are seen by remaining Daleks. Fun fact, molten ice is totally a real scientific thing. Who says it isn't? Episode 6 they escape to a cooling chamber and set explosives around the chamber of Daleks, which are coming to life, Tomb of the Cybermen style. Meanwhile, the Dalek Supreme Prize, unfortunately, Dyer Ross isn't with him. The bomb in the chamber explodes, releasing the molten ice again, don't ask, freezing the Daleks for centuries. The Thals escape in the Dalek Supreme's ship to Scarrow. Meanwhile, the Doctor and Joe run to the TARDIS pursued by the Dalek Supreme, but manage to escape. Fun facts, only 62% of Doctor Who facts are fun. 
Is that all? That's all. Probably series of more. Did you do the research on that? What? The amount of fun facts? Yes. I literally counted them all. How many facts are there altogether? Oh, there are 62. <laughs> <laughs> and only 62% of them are fun. There's not many facts, is it? No. What at rest lies? They're all lies. How many of the lies are from? <laughs> 78%. So. The Daleks, then? Yeah. There were 10,000 of them. I'd hate to draw that. <laughs> Man, meanwhile, I think uh, that's what you're going to have to draw for the cover. <laughs> <laughs> or you could just get a picture of one another. I think you should put in a picture of an invisible Dalek on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> Just some jungle and that's it. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of invisible Daleks... Uh, yeah, it takes a lot of power to be invisible. You think that be a bit more intelligent with the use of it and not just randomly die in the middle of a jungle <laughs> maybe a jungle madness I mean surely they know they have a, they've got a limited running time on it <laughs> and how are they staying invisible well, well look how people after are they've run out of power that's <laughs> 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 some power <laughs> I didn't think of that at the time. The Daleks have a clock as well, apparently. Mm. Like like on the like on a wall, like where you would have a kitchen clock. Mm. It was it's just a bit weird. It it was measuring the volcano. Oh, was it the the volcano ice floor? All oh, right, so they weren't like cooking pizzas or things like that. Mm. And when it got into the red, the uh, the ice floor was getting a bit too. Hi, or something. Oh, the ice flow. We'll, we'll yeah. get to that. <laughs> what? Well, I don't understand. We may have mentioned it before, but Joe can sneak up behind Daleks, and there's a few other people did it as well. I think everybody can. Well, yeah. But you'd think the Daleks would have radar or something. I think that would have been one of the first problems that I fixed if I were a Dalek, and I've got one eye. Yes. <laughs> I, I can only see out of this tiny little pinprick at front. Yes, and the second one you would fix is if someone um, makes you know, put something in front of your eye so you can't see, don't say, my vision is impaired. It's just like telling people that you can't see. My vision has improved. <laughs> oh, you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> Quick, take the coat off it. <laughs> it must be ah, you blinded me. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't Daleks laugh? Maybe they do. They just put it on mute when they laugh. <laughs> well, why don't they just put it on mute when they say their vision is impaired? <laughs> 
Maybe they're signalling to other Daleks nearby. Help me, my vision's impaired. Well, they never come to help. No. They're all bastards. Probably busy playing Norse and Crosses or something. <laughs> Nuts and Crosses? Why not? And then there's a bit where uh, that was at the chimney with the hot air balloon type thing and the Dalek came after them but then fell back down it. And I was just thinking, Dalek down the chimney and that's when Christmas on Spyridon was born. Also I like the way the Daleks say Spyridon. 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 It's almost as if they're Yorkshire Daleks. <laughs> And they did at one point have a, a remote control doctor. Yes, and it's totally not pointless thing. <laughs> it took half an episode. Walk, halt, turn left, walk. Do you think they were playing Nightmare? <laughs> Except they were the ones that are blindfolded. <laughs> walk forward. <laughs> What is happening? There is someone called Granitas who is asking me a riddle. <laughs> Exterminate him! There is an annoying impy fellow dancing in front of me. <laughs> Exterminate the imp. Exterminate everyone! <laughs> My vision is impaired. Uh, yeah, and, and presumably Dalek Steve came up with his plan with the freezing Dalek thing. And he just watched uh, Tomb of the Cybermen. Probably. Yeah. It's a good plan. I might as well use it again. Apart from you have to de-thaw everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it takes thousands of years or something. Well, it does, yeah, when they... When they and they used molten ice, it was going to take hundreds mm. of years apparently. Certainly the Doctor just go forward hundreds of years and then defeat them. Mm, just pour a bit more ice on them. Yeah. yeah. You just go back every uh, few hundred years. And see, I, have no, I don't see the problem with it. Mm. I did like uh, that the, that the Daleks called the Thals aliens, even though they were both from the same planet. Maybe they're like illegalism. Well, they're like migrants. Yeah. Well, they, uh, the, the fancy Dalek that came. What, what, what rank was he? He was Dalek Supreme. Was he? Did you not know it was my joke about Dalek Supreme, but Diana Ross wasn't with him? But didn't he. Apparently not. No, I miss that. But didn't uh, later on in the episode he said send a message to Dalek Supreme to come no, and pick us up or something? No, I think he's, well, there was a Supreme Council. Because um, obviously the Daleks are run by a council. But he's got big fancy lights on his head. Yeah. Never mind the invisibility, that's what uses up all his power. <laughs> and he nearly lost his head as he turned around really quick. <laughs> He was excited. <laughs> Shit, that's me, I'd gone. <laughs> Not my lights. My lights have gone. 
Oh, yeah, and the Daleks are vulnerable apparently to the low temperatures. Oh, isn't everyone? Apparently they're more vulnerable to higher low temperatures than we are. We'll push them into this, this water that's mm. below freezing that'll kill them. It wouldn't do me much good. Yeah, I, I'm going to get pretty annoyed. <laughs> also, also, they were def there was one point where they were they were trying to put them in the river by putting and they put furs over them and hit them with rocks. And it was like, oh, they're going to try and defeat the uh, darlings with furs and rocks now, are they? Oh, oh they have. <laughs> at least, at least they know how uh, stormtroopers felt with the Ewoks. <laughs> well, once they're blinded, that's it. The dead fell off to them. Mm. If only you would find out how when they were blinded, you know, you know, so that you knew when they weren't able to see. That would be good. Yeah. It's not like, ah, you may have blinded me, but I'm still encased in an impenetrable metal shell. You dick. Oh, wait, you're throwing rocks at me. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, my one weakness, rocks. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was, I was reminded about working, well, because Dalek Supreme exterminated like one of the other Daleks because he didn't do his job properly. And that just reminded me uh, of the article that was talking about working, what it's like working for Amazon. I can't remember. It was only last week or two, it was about uh, they're constantly being evaluated and there's like anonymous things, you can rat out your other staff members if they have a slightly longer lunch or things like that. And then, I'd be screwed. <laughs> if you're at the, and then you're constantly ranked and the people at the bottom every year are sacked. Yes. Hmm. A bit like the dogs. Dalek Steve had a longer lunch. Yeah, and the uh, the case—I didn't really notice it before—but the casings of the Daleks are really poorly made. There's there's no symmetry or anything to it. It's just it's just, just random bits <coughs> of stuff just stuck onto its hiding. Well, they just knocked it up, you know. Mm. Whenever they they had a free moment. All, all the good it's, ones are yeah. in the freezing cabinet. And even the Supreme Commanders, or whatever he's called. <laughs> Cobra Commander, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's was shoddy as well. But he gets lights. None, none of his bits, his, it, apart from his fancy lights on top. All his, uh, all his, all his money went on the lights. <laughs> and the paint job. Yes. Oh yes, because he was gold and black. And the Daleks had a gravitational disk to fly around with. You didn't really see it, but that was when he went up the chimney. But it didn't quite work. It didn't quite work, yeah. So, he couldn't, the Dalek couldn't get up using a gravitational disc. No. And they well, got up shot using a piece of plastic. A piece of plastic. <laughs> yes. Which brings us to the spy read-ons.
Which weren't they just ice warriors? But invisible. <laughs> invisible they might have been invisible ice warriors. Who wore furs. Mm. Right, you could see the furs that they wore. The purple yeah. fur, the purple furs. Mm. So my thing is, presumably if they're wearing clothes you would be able to see that as well. So does that mean they're naked? Yes. And Joe was fine with that. Yes. Or maybe Joe didn't know. She didn't figure that bit out. She did eventually. But as you said, yeah, where, uh, where did these furs come from? The, the well, yeah, because they're the only, seem to be the only life on the planet apart from plant life. It's because they've killed all the other cookie monsters. <laughs> Because there's no cookies left. So it, it was a planet of cookie monsters. They've come and they've killed them all. And they're using them as things. Quite right. The bastards. <laughs> and what is it with invisible aliens? They're, they always have to touch things. And move things. They like to be seen. It's, it's almost as if it's almost as if they they have to have to have people believe they're invisible. You can't just tell somebody they're invisible. You've got to show them they're invisible. You just pick this up and move it around a bit and put it back down yeah. where it was. Yes, I'll just pick this lamp up for no reason. <laughs> no, I'll open this door and throw down. things around. Because if I don't do that, how will people know I'm here? What's the point of being invisible if people don't know I'm here? <laughs> what is the point? I can't show off my invisibility if people can see me. Uh, yeah, there was a bit where Joe, I mentioned Joe, got into a basket of food or something so that they could get into the Dalek base. Mm. So the, the, the Spyrodons were filling up the basket, it wasn't full, it went off to get more food. Joe got in, suddenly it was full, but he was like, yes. I'll not check. Yes. <laughs> hey, these three melons are quite heavy. <laughs> or whatever it was they were collecting. Yeah, they were collecting melons from the bacon melon plants. <laughs> Which is totally a thing. And Spyrodinus. Yep. And you can bet someone out there has tried bacon with melon. Yeah, why not? Surely people have tried bacon with everything. Yeah. Because it's what bacon and chocolate, bacon and bacon. <laughs> bacon and cheese. Bacon and cheese. Crazy. Bacon and bread. Crazy. I've got I've got all these weird ideas. You're listening to Drunken Tangible. It's quarter past the hour. It's time for the beer interlude.
Well done. Thank you. I thought that was uh, expertly done. So, why did we choose this one then? Sick body, sick mind. Because the doctor thought I was sick. Basically, yeah. So that's why we're drinking this. So, I have learned one thing from this. Lupulovials has something to do with people who like beer. Possibly. Oh, there's a new likes lupus. Lupus. Something. And it's also suitable for vegetarian and vegans. That is all I So, what do you think, Tom? It's alright. Yeah, it's alright. It doesn't taste quite as strong as I was expecting it to. Well, what percentage is it? 4.5. Mm. And flavour wise as well. Mm. Yeah, it's alright. You can taste the hops. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's just alright. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not quite blonde, but it's trying to be. <laughs> yes, it's from a Welsh brewery. Yeah. Should mention that. There's, there's not much more I can say about this, really. It's just uninspiring. So, yeah, I'll, I'll not be giving it a sticker anyway. Well, you're not? No. It's a shame. Oh well. Um, uh, yes. But it's a pleasant dream. Goodbye. Sick mind, sick body. You uh, didn't inspire us. <laughs>
Tardy slow. <laughs> he, he also said in this episode about Daleks being machines. They're not machines. They're just drive machines. They're just, yeah, they're just like people in cars. Mm. But then Terry Nation rubbed it, so you can't expect him to know about the Daleks. Mm. Yeah. Continuity? What's that? <laughs> Knowledge about your own creations. Whenever they they made the Dalek, the Invisible Dalek, visible by basically painting with spray cans. Yeah. When they realised it was a Dalek, did they really have to spray the entire thing and finish it off? Just to be sure, it it could mean somebody wearing a Dalek helmet. Why was I wondering where a Dalek helmet? Could have found it. It could have been Supreme Commander to laugh his head off. Somebody's just wearing it as an hat. No. It's just a spider on wearing a hat. And fur. Or in a kiss me quick Dalek hat. <laughs> Joe. Yes, that we mentioned earlier. Yes. With the TARDIS log even. Yes, we mentioned that, but the, she was she's basically wearing, she had a suit with shoulder pads, so was she taking fashion tips from the Draconians? Why not? Oh, so apparently she was, I say apparently, I would Or they've, they've just got a new uh, costume designer on that really loves the shoulder pads on it. <laughs> <laughs> would they go on to work at Dallas mm. and Dynasty? And she was also properly blinged up again. I should have about three or four rings on one hand. Yeah. Uh, and, and she wore an Inspector Gadget type coat. She wore quite a few different outfits this time, though. Did she? I don't think she didn't really have much opportunity to get changed about it. <laughs> She was acting by herself for a while. After the doctor fucked her off. Yeah. yeah. And was just like, talk to this invisible person, he's yeah. totally real. <laughs> he even picked lamps up. <laughs> just to prove it. And also, what was the deal with Joe and the Thav at the end? It was like, I've asked Joe to come back to Scarab with me. He spent like half an hour with it. Yeah, there, there was that earlier scene as well, Zimes, where he was going there and uh, I found a new reason to live or something. He was talking to John, I found a new reason to keep going and live. It was like Joe was look slightly <laughs> uncomfortable there. <laughs> I wonder oh, if he's shit, he's talking about me, isn't he? What is this weirdo? No wonder she didn't go out to scour a creepy stalkery guy. So he's okay. Uh, well, we, we'll 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 keep on going. We'll we'll think about this later or something. <laughs> totally brushed him off. <laughs> Change subject. Well, when did she see? I thought, where did that come from? What is when? What? what? Why was she so upset then at the end about not going to scour or something? Anyway, she's going to fuck off in the next one with somebody else who meets for like three hours. 
Well, isn't that just the thing? I mean, it's not like they've got shitload of episodes with which to tell this story. Hmm. I mean, when when you've got such pivotal scenes as walk, walk, <laughs> hold. <laughs> Team. Um, nice 1970s furniture in the TARDIS. Yes, where did that come from? 1970s Argos. <laughs> That's never been in the control room ever. And how did he even get it in the control room? He's definitely not getting out again. <laughs> he, he just teleported he around it. <laughs> he dematerialised de around. <laughs> around it. Oh, I fancy that. Hold on, I'll just get the <laughs> Hey, is that where your cabinet went in your house? Possibly. <laughs> the doctor stole it. Yeah. <laughs> for, or for all his uh, unit needs. Not unit, obviously. Which has a built-in bed as well that slides out of a drawer. Yes, and there's also a, a cabinet that you open up, and there's a TARDIS log inside. Which is totally a real thing. They're, they're used all the time. Can you keep this updated, Joe? Also, you know will be back next next time. That would be nice. Mm -hmm. What episode is it next? Of the Green Death. Joe leaves. You was back. It's a, lot, it's a whole thing. A whole thing. Not, it's a whole not, not thing. just a bit of a thing. No, God no. It's a whole thing. So yeah, the thralls then. The thralls. The thralls. Were the thralls in, in the thrall of the Daleks? Yes. Uh, yes, they. One of them had a very uh, handy X marks the spot map where the. Oh God, yes, where put <laughs> where the bombs yes. were. And the amount of times they're moving them, it got loads of scribbling outs on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow the Dalek ended up with Yeah, and it, it was holding uh, the Dalek after they took it off him, holding the map in his sucker line. So like a GPS navigation <laughs> thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, and Joe, the Joe was talking to one of the thalls about how the doctor's di the doctor was dying when she first met them, and he was like, "We're not a hospital service." Just, what, yeah. what, what are they? I don't know. Not a hospital service. Don't where be, where don't is be, the hospital service? Don't be telling them about people dying because <laughs> they just don't care. Also, I swear one of the thalls was actually called Latte. Probably. They've all got silly names on them. Vapor, Taron, Latte, Mocchino. Gin and Coke. <laughs> Gin and Coke? What? I didn't name them. Didn't you? Yeah. It was a stupid style payment. Vapor, tar Taron? Let's go with Taron. His uh, girlfriend came along on the mission eventually, and he was like, "Oh, I can't do." And he was like, "I can't do my job now. You're on the mission." So, so basically, women can't be on space missions. 
What's it stopping him doing his job for? Because he cares about her, so he'd be like, Oh, I can't send her on this danger permission. Whereas he hates everyone else. Yeah, and he's happy to send everybody else to the death. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, I think, what, was it the same guy? I think it was the same guy. And he says, uh, at one point, any attempt that fails is not worth is worth nothing. Like that's a motto. Very lives by. It is pretty much saying never try anything. Do or do not never try. I mean, it, it's not like you you ever learn from your mistakes. That never happens or anything. So no. It's, it's, it's just something like, no, fuck it, let's just not do anything. Let's just sit in the plane of stones looking it, miserable. If it's not a guaranteed win, it's a waste of time doing it. Yeah, I often think that. The, uh, well, his girlfriend, Rebecca, being inside the Dalek was a nice nod to the original with uh, Ian, wasn't it? Ian inside the Dalek? Yes, the greatest character ever. Yeah, the Dalek. Speaking of... The best companion. Speaking of, it's all his fault. That the Thals are like this now. It's not. It is. No. They were peaceful until he punched one of them. <laughs> no, he didn't punch one of them. He, uh, he basically... What was it, dudes? There's something about one of the women or something, and then one of the, the men punched him. So we got them all to be violent. I think the uh, Daleks made them violent before we got there. Oh, uh, always blaming the Daleks. Can't blame Ian for anything. Can't blame well, them. Other than for being awesome and teaching the doctor everything he knew. <laughs> yeah, I liked how the uh, the guns they've got. They're uh, they're attached to like a power lead. The the loop around the waist. Yeah, it's just a belt. It's just a gun attached to a belt for some reason. Maybe it's so that people can't steal it. The belt? The gun? Oh. Uh, that would make more sense. I like that idea. I'm going to tie all my guns to it, though. <laughs> How many guns have you got? None yet, but if I ever get one, I'm going to tie it to my belt. It's a surefire way of, uh... Well, it isn't the fact you've got a gun enough to uh, not people steal your gun? No. People are going to want to steal my gun if I get a gun. <laughs> Because it would be great. It'll be the best gun ever. I'll have lice on it and stuff. <laughs> Will the helmet come off? The gun is not going to have an helmet. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not going to be the best gun ever, then, is it? Yeah. I'm going to have an helmet. Moving on. The, uh. <laughs> the whole modern ice thing. Mm. They said uh, that the molten ice was an allotrope of ice. 
And I don't think they, that word means what they think it means. I, I don't think they know what a lot of words mean. Because <laughs> Osho be is the same element, but different, but in the same state. Like graphite and diamond. Not the same, uh, the same thing, or same molecule, but different states. Because that would just be ice, <laughs> ice and water. Although you can have frozen water that's not actually frozen, but it's still liquid below zero degrees. But then that's not ice; it's still water. Yeah. And that's because ice that's is because just a reference practice. to the solid state, so you can't have liquid ice. That's because you're high up in the. Because then that's just water. Yeah. Yeah. The Regardless molten, of temperature. This is. Yes, but the volcanoes are molten ice. You, you mean water? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, look at this frozen steam. <laughs> you mean ice? <laughs> so we have an extra uh, cave count. Yes, it's a bit ice cave type thing, but it's still a cave. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. All the Daleks were hiding in the cave. The ten thousand Daleks. Yeah, this is a giant under ten thousand toy Daleks. The most terrifying thing ever. It's not that they were, they were all mumbling about. <laughs> mumbling about? Yeah. All those dogs always mumbling about. They were doing something like that. They didn't look very threatening. No, that's because they were about three inches high. Quotes then. Yeah. My quote is what the doctor has to say about courage. And what does he have to say about courage, Gav? He says thusly. You may be a very brilliant scientist, but you have very little understanding of people, particularly yourself. Courage isn't just a matter of not being frightened, you know. What is it, then? It's being afraid and doing what you have to do anyway. And uh, my quote, also from the Doctor, He's uh, talking about violence this time. How does it go? It goes this way. Yay! You know, for a man who abhors violence, I must say I took great satisfaction in doing that. Final thoughts then? I know, uh, I know, I know of a few people who really like this one, but it was all right. <laughs> there it was. That, that's as enthusiastic as I'm going to get about it. And I thought the things, but you know, bringing back the stars was a good idea. That was nice. Mm. Thought there could have been more Dalek-y stuff in it. Yeah, unless invisible. It seemed very confused because you got well, we've got this bacteria that will kill people, and we've got we're trying to be invisible, mm. and we've also got ten thousand Daleks. But it just You've got too many plans, just stick to one. But it seemed to just concentrate more on fouls mincing about. Yeah. Next time you're doing the Green Death, as we mentioned. Yes. And so to leave 
as this episode. Uh, we have a quote from Eric Cantona, which goes this one. It is enjoyable to make things visible, which are invisible. Did, did he forget what his quote was? He did. <laughs> <laughs> the seagulls, they follow the shoreline. I don't get why people would work so confused by that. He was obviously talking about the reporters. Yeah. Because people are stupid. Well, yeah. Discussion concluded. Proceed immediately to the point where the shaft emerges.